Hey everyone, welcome back to The Haunted Corner. I'm Ashton, and today I have a spooky place to tell you about a reportedly haunted elementary school located in Iowa. It's called Farrar Elementary School, and it's pretty well known in the paranormal community. There's a book that I read about the school written by Richard Estep. It's called A Haunting at Farrar. The other sources will be listed on the blog post, which I will link to in the show notes. Let's get into it. In a remote part of Iowa, about 30 minutes out of Des Moines, sits the remnants of the 17,000 square foot Farrar Elementary School. It served the youth of the community for 80 years before closing its doors in 2002. Farrar Town developed in early 1902 when the railroad reached the region. Not long after that, the population of the region grew, leading to a post office being established in 1904. The growing population prompted the community to build a school. In 1919, a man by the name of C.G. Geddes donated six acres of his land for the purpose. For our school was built with the capacity to hold all the students from the one-room schoolhouses in the, in the area. An official opening of the school occurred in 1922 with a ceremony that brought hundreds of the residents to the school. The approximate price for the whole school was $100,000, and not everyone was super on board with the new schoolhouse being built for that reason. One disgruntled citizen refused to attend the celebration, calling it a, quote, monument to the arrogance and vanity of the school board, end quote, with its boiler heating, electric lights, and indoor bathroom facilities. The schoolhouse opened to students on April Fool's Day in 1922. The school would function as a K-12 for many years before becoming an elementary school. The school thrived until 2002 when, with dwindling population numbers from the surrounding area, the decision was made to close the school. And in May of that year, another banquet was held that reflected the memory of its opening before classes were dismissed forever. Or were they? The building sat abandoned until 2006 when Jim and Nancy Oliver purchased the property. And it didn't take them long to realize that there were still students roaming the halls of the school. And the new owners would come to find out that the strange occurrences had been happening since long before the school closed. Reports go that over the last few decades before the school closed, students would notice slamming doors and strange figures wandering around. It's not uncommon to hear disembodied voices or catch a glimpse of a shadow skirting around a corner. Nancy tells a story of how one time she lost her balance when she was walking down the stairs and a firm hand on her shoulder helped her to maintain her balance. When she turned around to thank her husband, no one was there. Jim and Nancy actually have private living quarters on the main floor, and they have claimed that occasionally on the floors above them, they will hear what sounds like something falling over and what sounds like metal being dragged across the floor. Internationally known psychic Jackie Carpenter conducted the first paranormal investigation at the school in 2007 and quickly confirmed the owner's suspicions that it may be haunted. But many have speculated who exactly is haunting the school. 
Some believe that it's former students who are still hanging around. Others believe it's possible that the spirits of those who are buried at the cemetery across from the school may be wandering the halls of the school. The history of the school fed some of these stories of hauntings. There are rumors of abuse, misconduct, and other malicious acts during the early years of operation. There's even a story of the Ku Klux Klan burning a cross on the property, so it's possible that this dark history has fueled the dark energy on the property. Many people who have visited for our elementary school have had paranormal experiences. It's thought that these experiences could be attributed to two portals that are believed to be on the property. One of the portals is thought to be in the former principal's office on the third floor. The other portal is thought to be in the auditorium because these are two very active areas of the school. There have been many reported sightings of shadow figures in the school. One in particular is the shadow of a man who apparently is around seven feet tall. Reading about this spirit reminded me of the haunting of Hill House, that really tall ghost with the top hat and cane. Absolutely not. But apparently, this particular spirit at Farrar isn't malicious, despite how tall and foreboding he might look. Other sightings in the school include that of children running through the halls, giggling and being mischievous, as children are known to do. Some active locations in the building include the boiler room, where a former caretaker is said to still lurk around. Some have described him as unwelcoming and grumpy, and apparently he has red eyes, which, no thank you. Another active location is the gym, and particularly the school's basketball court. There's reports of sounds of games that have been long since over. There's also reports of voices, footsteps, apparitions, and poltergeist activity here. This next part comes from an article that I found about the owners and more of their experiences in the school. It's titled, Old School Building in Farrar Offers Lessons in the Paranormal. It's from the Des Moines Register, and it's by Melanie Legschult. And it reads, quote, School's out forever at the former Farrar School, but its owners and their guests are getting an education in the paranormal. Nancy Oliver sometimes had dreams in which she lived in a spacious building that sported a stage. Those came true in late 2006 when she and her husband, Jim, purchased this three-story, 17,000-square-foot school in this rural Polk County community. The school had been shuttered since 2002, but the couple quickly settled into their living quarters on the first floor and began renovations. Then the odd experiences started. A voice reminding Nancy Oliver to turn off the bathroom light, a steadying hand on her shoulder while she was climbing one of the school's several stairwells, the shadowy shape of a little boy on the gymnasium stairs. Things just got weirder when a psychic, Jackie Carpenter of nearby Maxwell, pulled into the drive and asked if she could communicate with a ghost she said was inside. Quote, I've always felt comfortable here, Nancy Oliver said, but it's a good thing she and her husband are a bit skeptical. Quote, we really need to be or we'd be just be seeing things left and right. 
Their dog, appropriately named Boo, doesn't seem to buy any of it. Nancy Oliver said, but their previous pooch sometimes seemed to bark at things that they couldn't see. Carpenter and other visitors have captured audio and video recordings of odd noises, voices, and images at the site, which was part of a farm before the school opened in 1922 and is across the road from a cemetery. The one thing we do know is something is happening, Carpenter said. But investigators sometimes find logical explanations for what they see, hear, and feel. It's all subjective. What do you believe? What are you willing to believe? She said. Brave souls from around the Midwest can arrange to camp overnight inside the school's echoing walls. Carpenter hosts evening open houses, and there are daytime tours for those who don't want to be around when the sun goes down. Carpenter, founder of the International Paranormal Research Association, said she began having psychic experiences as a child. Her mother and grandmother also had those capabilities, she said, which have surfaced among her children and grandchildren. During a recent investigation, Carpenter and her grandson, Austin Corey, crouched on the floor of a former classroom as other researchers sat nearby in a handful of student desks. Carpenter said she sensed a girl was present, and then another spirit she referred to as Frank, who apparently liked to steal the show during past investigations. Quote, let the little girl come forward, Carpenter said. She asked if the spirit would answer some questions by lighting up an electromagnetic sensor. Carpenter asked the spirit if it was a male. No response. When she asked if it was a female, the reader's red light glowed. Then she told the spirit she wanted to know its age. Carpenter count started counting at six and slowly ticked off numbers until she reached 10 when the red light began to flash repeatedly. Carpenter and Corey later asked the other spirit they sensed was in the room to move a closet door. The door didn't swing. Carpenter said the apparent interaction with the girl was interesting, but she couldn't accept it without some other evidence. Quote, this is fun, but we don't know what we're messing with, she said. Sometimes the observational mood turns uneasy, as it did the time a woman taking part in an investigation on the third floor auditorium suddenly fell backwards. Nancy Oliver, who was only a few feet away and saw the woman topple, said it was the scariest thing she had witnessed at the school. Carpenter said, an inquisitive mind can be the best defense against the unknown. Quote, instead of being afraid of things that go bump in the night, look for answers, she said. And that is the story of Farrar Elementary School. And apparently, very haunted location. What do you guys think? I think it's super creepy, and I'm adding it to my list of places that I want to investigate you know, they did mention that in the article, but you can go and investigate. There is an upcoming event in June on the 10th, I believe, and it's from 8 o'clock to 2, 8 o'clock p.m. to 2 o'clock a.m. It's $72 per person, and this is how it's described. A group event, join American Hauntings for a chilling night at one of the most actively haunted spots in Iowa. Spend the night looking for the ghosts of this former schoolhouse during a private event when you can find out if the place is as haunted as so many people claim. 
Will you come face to face with one of the forgotten students or staff members of the old school? This is your chance to find out. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I have some big stuff coming for you guys. I'm excited for Thursday's episode. I'm down a rabbit hole right now that you guys will find out about very shortly. (laughs) And I'm really excited. And then I have some heavy hitters coming down the pipe for you. So be sure to stay tuned. And if there is something you want me to cover on the podcast, whether it be paranormal, true crime, a history, something in history you want me to talk about, (laughs) I'm down. Send it to me at thehauntedcorner at gmail.com. The sources will be linked in the show notes and also on the blog post for the episode at thehauntedcorner.com. Check out the other episodes of The Haunted Corner available now wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts with new episodes dropping every Monday and Thursday. If you're enjoying the podcast and would like to share your support, head on over to Patreon. You'll have access to the exclusive Patreon-only episodes. You'll get regular episodes early before everybody else and a lot more. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash The Haunted Corner to join now. Follow us on social media at The Haunted Corner on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. If you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to tell a friend and rate and review wherever you listen. If you have a case suggestion or a correction to share, please send it to thehauntedcorner at gmail.com or submit it through the website. Until next time, be kind, take care of yourselves, and we'll see you soon. Bye.